The last thing we were discussing was a lady uh, got married within the three months of uh, her husband passing away or divorced and uh, now we're not sure if the child is from the first one or the second one and we said and the last part of a Mishnah said if both of them were Kohanim what would be the deen? And the last part of the Mishnah said that if he would hit any of them, he wouldn't get punished for it. So with that, we're starting on Kof Aleph Amur Aleph, the first line. Hayushnem Kohanim v'chule. Tanur Abanan. Hika zeh v'chazar v'hika zeh. He hit this one, then he hit that one. Kilel zeh v'chazar v'kilel zeh. Then he hit the other. He cursed one, then he cursed the other. Kilel shenehem bebatahat. He cursed both of them at the same time. He kashenehem bebatahat. He he hit both of them at the same time. And he took a stick, and one way or another, he was able to hit both of them at the same time. So in the first cases, when if if, uh, if witnesses came and they warned him don't hit, it was a hatrat effect. But over here, there's a hat hatrat vaday. Over here, there's a vaday warning because when you hit it, you hit them after the warning. Hayav in order biudalmer bebatahat hayav bezehazet patur. If you hit them at once, you're hayav because then it was a hatrat vaday. It was a warning on a for sure uh, because one of them is for sure your father. Bezehazet patur. Why? Because it the warning that he received wasn't a real warning. It was just a warning on something that is a safek. That's that. So that's not a warning. Now the Gemara asks vatanyar biudalmer patur bebatahat. We have a bright that says uh, the review that says it's uh, he's patur even if he hit them both at the same time. So like my answer is tere tanae elibad rebuda. There was two tanaim according to, uh, that went according to rebuda. My tamad demand patar. Why is uh, the one who says he's patur according to rebuda? Why is he patur even bevatahat? Amar bihanina neemar berachal lemata veneemar berachal lemala. It says cursing by parents. It says cursing by Hashem. Male mala she'en bashutafut. The same way when you're cursing Hashem, there's no other Hashem. There's only one Hashem. You can't curse two Hashem's. She'en bashutafut. Aflemata when you're cursing your parents. She'en bashutafut. You can't be cursing two people and and be hayav. Vidkashak And the same rules of hitting uh, are uh, equal to uh, cursing. Okay, now going back to the uh, to that boy who was mixed, who both of the father possible fathers could be Kohanim. He goes up in both uh, he goes up with both family to work in the Beit Hamikdash, but he doesn't eat anything. So the Gemara asks, So if he's not getting any food or he's not getting any part of the avodah, then why is he going? Was he wasting time? The Gemara asks, yeah, You know, he wants to do a mitzvah. He wants to work. Okay, I won't eat anything, but I want to do a mitzvah. Ella, the Gemara explains, It doesn't say Allah. It says, Ole. Ella, Ole. means we, we, we we're forcing him to go up. If God doesn't want to go up, he doesn't want to go up. Mishpaha, we want him to go even misafek, even if he's a safek, go up there. Why? Because both sides of the possible family don't want uh, the word out that there's a uh, safek, there's a pagum somewhere not 100% in our family. We take him by the neck, we tell him to come with us to work. So this way, you know, he's, he's kosher. He's not pasul, he's not pagum. Uh, he's, we just don't know where he's holding, but he's for sure kohen. We're all good and come to work with us. 
Now, if they're both from the same uh, family, I guess they're relatives or something, he will get a chedek like everyone else. Stigma asks, Why doesn't he get from two different families? Because each side of the family, if he goes with, with group one, they're going to tell him, you're not part of us, you don't get any food, go to, go, go to group two. He's going to go to group two, they're going to put throw him to group one. Mishmar had one group, the same story, Nami. He shouldn't be getting anything. Why? He's going to go to one part of that group, one, I guess, family within that group, and they're going to push him. And then he's going to go to another family within that group, and they're going to push him to each one to a different side. Meaning, let's say one family does this job on Sunday, and this job on Monday, this job on Tuesday. Each family push him to the other side. Same idea. Amar papa, chikamar. Im mayushin him, mishmar echad, ubet echad, notel chedek echad. If they're both from the same family that they work on the same day, then he'll get one one chedek with everybody else. Hadran alach nosin alanusa. Now this eleventh perek, as abstract as it sounds, halachalem said it came up a lot, especially. When uh, children were mixed at wars uh, during, let's say, the Holocaust, we don't know whose child belongs to who, or during uh, the early part of uh, of uh, the state of Israel, where they were taking uh, children from certain families, giving them to other families, and people didn't know exactly where the Yehus was, and they had to go into it. Also, earlier in the Perek, you had the, the, the whole sugya of the Gerim. What is their relation to their family? In a sense, does he have the din of Krovo? Meaning, who is he allowed to marry? Who is he not allowed to marry anymore? Um, can he be disrespectful to his father? Does he have a din of Kibud Avaim if they were both Midgayer uh, together? Can he, or opposite, can he be respectful and go visit them, right? Uh, can he do? Can he be with his daughter, for example? Here's the opposite way around. Uh, uh, father and daughter, uh, you know, they're all, they're this, it's okay in general, but when they're, when they were with Gayer, maybe they're not. And a lot of things came, uh, come up, especially today. Um, a very interesting sugyot to go into in Dalakha if you have time. But the daf continues, and we're starting Perek Yudbet. Perek Shenem Asar, Mitzvah, Halitza, Bishlosha, Dayanin. The mitzvah of halitza has to be done in front of three dayanin, even if they're three regular rabbis and not experts. Halitza b'minaal. She did the halitza with a soft leather shoe. Halitza takeshera. It's kosher ba'anpiriya. If it's if the shoe is made of cloth, halitza tapesula. It's not uh, it's not considered a naal. And the Gemara will explain. Besandal sheish lo'akev. If the sandal has a heel, kasher. Besheen lo'akev pasul. If it doesn't have a heel, it's pasul, and as she explains, something that keeps the foot inside the shoe. If he's wearing a shoe and she takes it off him anywhere from his knee down, uh, let's let's think he, he was amputated or something like that. So if he's wearing a shoe anywhere from his knee down, then the halitza kashera. Uh, Let's say it was almost uh, completely cut off his leg and just he has uh, something above the, where the knee used to be. That's not considered raglo. If it's not a shoe or if it's made of wood 
Obishel Small Bayamin, he wore the right shoe on the left, Hadzat Keshira. Everything is kosher. Hadzat Begadol, Shehuyachola Lochbo, if the shoe is big, but he's still able to walk with it. Or it's a small shoe that could still cover most of his feet. Keshera. Then everything goes. So right away, the Gemara is going to discuss uh, the mitzvah halitza with uh, three rabbis. They don't have to be experts. They don't have to be dayanin. Pick any three rabbis. They have to be able to read Lashon HaKodesh. They have to be able to transliterate it or, or, or speak it over with the, with, the, with the parties at hand. This way they can say, uh, uh, and, and the following, right? And everything else that goes into it. So they have to be able to, to, to be expert rabbis who know how to read. Like the Yari, Tanina, and we we have this the proof of my Mishnah. The Hadatan Rabbanan Mitzvat Halitza B'Shlosha Shod Ein Hakrot Kain Dayanim. They have to be able to know how to teach how to read, like uh, like Dayanim. Rabbi Omer Bahamisha. Now you know not three. We need five. My Tamer Tanakama. So why does Tanakama need three? The Tanya Zekenim. That's Shnaim. The end Betin Shakul. You never have a uh, even Betin. You need to throw one more in. Want to keep it unbalanced so we could have a two-one majority. He explains like this: There's another two, two, and always add another one, not to be even. So what does Tanakama do with that extra zikne? So he explains me: Even if they're three not experts, the, the halitzad is kosher. So how does Rabbi Uda learn that any three works for this? He learns it from the words uh, The pasuk says They can't be blind. Now it means if if you you need the the word to say that uh, blind uh, blind dayanim are no good for the halitza. So what do you understand? That even regular, as long as they could see, they're, they're kosher to be done the halitza. Because if you want to say that you need a sanhedrin for halitza, why do you have to take out the blind people? We have a midetaner of Yosef Nafka. We could learn it from Abu Yosef. Why the Tanya of Yosef? Kashem shebetin menukim betzedek. Same way betin have to be perfect when it comes to their level of tzidkut. Kach betin menukim mikomum. They can't have any blemish. There's no, nothing physically wrong with them. Shnei emar kolach yafar ati umum and bach. So if we already know from there that a Sanhedrin can't uh, have a blemish. So obviously we're not talking about a Sanhedrin, even regular Hadiyotot, and the only thing we have from the word Le'ayne is that uh, that they have to be able to see. Ve'idach, so what does Tanakama who doesn't learn from the word Le'ayne to be Makhshir Hadiyotot? He learns it from Zikne. What does he do with Le'ayne? Ahu Le'ayne, Ma'avid. What does he do with it? Ahu Le'chderava, Hudata. He learns it like Rava. De'ama Rava, Tzrikhe, De'ayne, De'mechze, Rokha, De'kanafik. The Danim have to be able to see the saliva coming out from the mouth of the Ibama to the Ainaim of the Zekanim, and she has to spit. Now, the Vigma asks on uh, Rabbi Uda, you need that Pasuk like Ravat to teach me that you need to see the saliva. 
and he needs it for an oblong dayanim. So command says, Enachinami, yes, the word line is like Rava, then we need to see the saliva. And Tosafot says that if he's blind only in one eye, he's still kasher to be dayan. So where does the Rabbi Yudah learn head yotot from? Israel. Israel called it any uh, Israel is kosher. So what does Tanakama do with the word Israel? The Betin of Gerim are pasul to be dayanim v'bahalitza. Veidach and Rabbi Yudah says Beisrael l'harina ketiv. It says another Beisrael v'nikashemu Beisrael b'tchulzanal. And over there he learns that no Gerim. Veidach. Okay, Tanakam and Barlitz. What do you do with that second Israel? Lichtanya. Amar Rabbi Yudah. Pam ha tayin yoshvim nefner Rabbi Tarfon ubai b'malachlotz and yebama kim teker halitza v'amalanu anu kulachem. Halutz Hanal. I want everyone to answer Halutz Hanal. How do I know that Dayanim have to say Halutz Hanal? Halutz Hanal. We're going to learn it out that he has to say it two times. Because uh, So you have to actually say the Bet Halutz Hanal. Veidach. And review that. Where does he learn that you have to say Halutz Hanal? Mevenikra Nafka. He learns from the word Nafka. Ela Meata. So now the Gemara is asking. Vikareu. That's Shnaim. Vidibberu, Shnaim, Hachinami. We should also be Doresh, that we should be uh, we should add another four Dayanim. Rabbi Uda Arekanti Shana, you have nine. Rabbanan Arekan Shiva, you have seven. So the Gemara explains Ahud, Vikaraun Vidibiru. Uh we need for the following Baita. Vikareu lo the Danim Veloshiluham. The Danim himself have to call him Bihaltanal, not their Shilihim. Vidibiru Elav, Medamechimasin Law, it's all Ganit Law. What's Vidibiru Elav? We speak to him, we try to give him the right uh, advice. Shimaya hu yeled vehi zekena. Hu zaken vehi alda. If he's old, she's young. She's old, he's young. What are you doing with a little girl? What are you doing with an older lady? Go to someone your age. And don't uh, and don't get don't bring a fight don't bring arguments into your house. Because we have then Mi'un also should be with three rabbis. And if you want me, that's the truth. You need expert betin, not mediotot. Doesn't make a difference if they're experts or not. You at least need three, even according to they need to. And if that's the case, then you only need two. So you see that the you know the poskim are not going like the stam mishnah that we need three. So the gemara explains by miun had stama stama by by miun you only have one stam mishnah that you need three, but over here by halitza you have two mishnayot that say you need three. Tegma asks back, wait a second, Hatam Nami, Tresta Meninu, but you have two over there. It's an anmi anao, Shehalza Bifanav, Isainu, Miwami Pinesh, Isainu, Mipinesh, Ubetin. Since you're in, it's in Betin, she did a Mi'un or Halitza in front of a Betin, which is three, and therefore uh, she could get married to him. And there's another uh, Stam, uh, Mishnada Mi'un is by three, so you have two right there. 
So then why why can't we just say halachad and then mi'un also? You need three. Elahat tamtrestame. By mi'un you only have two. Hacha by halitzat tlatastame. You have three. Make this like a mask. Wait a second. Mikhdi hashtam, mavashtam. Bottom line is you have a stam here, you have a stam there. That you need three. Mali hatsta, mali tresta, mali tlata. What's the difference how many stams I have? Why do I even need three stama? Just tell me one time and that's it. Since we have a Mishnah uh, an area where there was a Mahloket, that we we have a Stam Mishnah that uh, that uh, that Halitza is Bishlosha, and we know in other places it's a Mahloket. When the Zekenim, uh, when Bnei Saldun Avera because of the Betin, and another Betin have to give the Sanadin have to give a Korban, and they do a Semichad, they they lean on the the Korban. Also, needs three. Boom, you see that Rabbi Yehuda did not argue over here. He didn't say you need five. So what do you see? That Rabbi Yehuda went back on his words. And he agreed with Rav Nachman that by Halitza you only need three. They have to set a place. They can't just pick any place and just happen to be that a, uh, a woman walks up them. It doesn't work like that. You have to uh, you have to set a place for a betin. And it has to be uh, the shara. I mean, it's a place where we all know the betin is. They did five dynamics. But the Rabbi Uda went back on his word and he said, you only need three. No, this thing explains. They wanted to publicize uh, the Halitza. They didn't want uh, you know, a Kohen to jump on her as if she's a regular Almana. They want to say, everyone, she's not allowed to talk Kohen. I went to the house of Rav Kana. Come and join us. We need to fit in five to, for Halitza. I was with Rav Yehuda and he said, come join me uh, by Zirza, by this uh, this area of uh, where there's a whole bunch of reeds. And I mean, come sit with me uh, over here on this chair. Uh, and I need you, I need five because we're about to do a halitza. And they told Rav Yehuda, why do I need five? No, it wasn't for halacha purposes. I want uh, this to be publicized. Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda havaka e kamed Rav Yehuda amar le sak tal le zirzad de kanel etzrufe be hamishal de farsume milta. I want you to come over here and in this chair of reeds next to me. I need five. Why? And he explained them. I need to publicize this thing. Amar le. So now Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda told Rav Yehuda tenina we be Israel. It says it should be Israel, the betin she Israel, the little betin shall get him, not a betin of Gerim, Vana Gerana. And I shouldn't be part of it since I am a Ger. Now, Gemara goes side uh, off, off topic for a second, just want to show how much Rav Yuda loved Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Amar Yuda, Kegor Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Mapikna Mamona Pume, I would take money out of people's uh, hands. Uh, by based on his word, you're just gonna take uh, people's money out of their hands. Uh, you need to If he would give me his word that uh, this uh, contract has already been paid off, 
that would have been good enough for me not to act on uh, the halakha. I wouldn't have trusted the two idim. I would have had to find more proof. And Tosafot explains that I would still make them, uh, if you want the money, I would still make him swear. Even if he has two witnesses, I would still, if, if, if uh, Rav Shmuel Bayuda argues on these two witnesses, I would still make you swear. And even if he was related to, to the person who owed the money, I would still, uh, I would still trust him. And the Gemara continues, Amar Ava, Ger, Danit Havero, Devar Torah. A Ger can be a Dayan if he was a Ger himself or if his parents were Gerim. Um, he, even though he can't uh, judge Dinene uh, Fashot, I mean, regular money he could. But uh, we're talking about Dinene Fashot, life and death, uh, he needs to be like a Melech. From a different pasuk, bottom line is he has to be in order to be like a, to, to judge life, he has to be like a king, only Misrael. But uh, for money, he's for sure okay. So here we're talking about nefashot. So ger danet haverot devar Torah shneema som tasim alecha melech asheiv harashim loecha bo miker vachecha tasim alecha melech. And we see that any life in that position has to be like a melech and has to be dafka Israel. The same way Israel mimikir vachecha, same thing a dayan has to be mikir vachecha. Alecha u debayin mikir vachecha. On you it has to be mikir vachecha. Avager danet havero ger. But a ger can judge another ger. Vimaita imom Israel. And if uh, his father wasn't Jewish, his mother was Jewish, dana filu Israel. He could even judge. Israel Gamur. Ainyan Halitza, when it comes to Halitza, Achiye Aviv Imom Israel, Volchinimar Vinikashimo Be Israel, and from the word Be Israel, we said he has to be completely Jewish. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Le'olam, Amen, Vamin.